What if there was a different way to live and work? Beyond the hustle and hype. Beyond the never-ending race to get more, do more, be more. A way that's grounded, intuitive, intentional, and in line with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Wellpreneur with me, your host, Amanda Cook. Together, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. I invite you to plant your feet on the earth, slow down, tune in, and get ready to create a life of meaning and magic. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Wellpreneur Podcast. Oh my gosh, episode 135. Can you believe it? These are starting to be really big numbers. I sometimes can't believe the podcast has been going on so long and that it's still so much fun. I think I was meant to be a podcaster. It's just awesome. So this week, I've got such a cool guest for you. This week, we're speaking with my friend Willow O'Brien, who provides emotional and strategic support for creative entrepreneurs like you. I've wanted to have Willow on the show for such a long time because she is so inspiring, not only in how she's grown her own business, but in how she uses her intuition and her insight to just drop these value bombs that are so clarifying and really help you to, it kind of like a knock over the head, like, oh, right, why am I not doing that? Or like, right, that's why I need to do that. Or this is the path I need to go in. I just feel like my eyes are opened every time I talk to Willow. And I really wanted to bring her here and share her wisdom with you. So today in my conversation with Willow, I felt like we could get so real really quickly, probably because we know each other so well in real life as well. So we're talking about how you can get out of your own way so you can really bring your work into the world. Because sometimes when it just feels too hard, it's like you're blocking yourself, actually, and you don't even realize that you're doing it. So we're going to talk about how to break down those blocks, bring your real work into the world, how to find your own path to success rather than trying to just copy what other people are doing and feeling really unaligned with it, how to get out of overwhelm. And Willow's also going to share some of her favorite practices to get more aligned in your business. I really think this is like almost like a life and business coaching session in an episode. I think you're really going to love it. Okay, so there's going to be so much goodness in this week's episode. You're going to want to come over and connect with us in the Facebook group as well. I'd love to see you there. Okay, let's get into this episode with Willow O'Brien. Hi, Willow. Thanks for joining me on the show today. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be here. So it's really cool having you on because you're somebody that I know in real life here in Hong Kong. <laughs> and it was kind of amazing how we met because we were at this event about wellness entrepreneurs, actually. And it's like you and I just somehow magnetized to each other across the room or something. We were just like, oh my gosh, we need to get to know each other because we just had a lot in common. So I'm so excited I can share your wisdom with my audience. Yes. Well, I'm so excited you're here in Hong Kong. As soon as I heard what you're up to and who you support and what you do, I was like, okay, we are friends. We are going to be new best friends. Let's hang out. <laughs> Amazing. And you were just with me in Bangkok, which everyone's heard about too, which was really fun as well. So yay. So fun. Yeah. Cool. So you do emotional and strategic support for entrepreneurs. And why I really wanted to have you on is to talk about this emotional side. Because I think when we, we, I know when I think of like a business coach or I would think, oh, I'm an entrepreneur, I need help. You think of the strategic stuff, right? Like the nuts and bolts of how are you building your business? But you also do the emotional support. And that's something I think people can overlook that they need support there too. So mm -hmm. could you start off and just tell us a bit about what kind of 
what does that mean? Like what kind of emotional support are you providing for entrepreneurs? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, and for anyone listening, I know that you can relate to this, which is that this is a journey. This being an entrepreneur and certainly one that is following your heart, uh, following a calling. I work with people that really have something coming through them. And so, you know, while all entrepreneurship has its challenges, I feel very compassionate to the creative, uh, the spiritual, the those who are just truly guided to this path through almost what feels like something beyond their control. <laughs> and you've got this drive within you and this passion within you that wants to come through. So the emotional support is, you know, in the easiest sense of the term, it's just, it's the getting out of your own way. So because so often we kind of find ourselves faced with imposter complex or I don't know how or who am I to think that this thing that's coming through me is even anything, like we just get in our own way a lot of the times. So um, emotional support is really looking straight at that. And it's fascinating because I often even say that our greatest challenges on this journey are often what our greatest gifts are. And I have a feeling a lot of your clients and a lot of your listeners know that so intrinsically, probably because they've been guided to this wellness path through you know, some condition or some issue that they had in their own bodies. So it's, it's very potent and, and just extremely important, especially also, I love speaking to you all because I know you so get this, which is that we hold so much in our bodies. And so I was, when I knew I was stepping into to coaching and this deeper work, I knew I wanted to do a very um, somatic-based coaching because I know we have so much wisdom that lives within our bodies. So that's all the, the coaching work that I do. I mean, emotions, yes, your heart is in your body. Like all of our pain and our stuff is in our body. So if we just stayed in our head, we wouldn't really be able to work out what is this, be able to really work with this wisdom that is within our body. Mm, I really like the way you were talking about getting out of your own way because that I see that all the time in myself and in my clients and in the members of our community. We're putting up these weird invisible walls, like the reasons we can't do certain things or we're not yet ready. One thing I hear a lot is, especially with new wellpreneurs, is that they don't feel expert enough to step up and be an expert and share what they know. Can you talk about that a little bit, like that feeling? Yes, I actually really love this one because I hear it a lot. Yeah. So I think what happens so often is we are looking at mentors, we're looking at these leaders that inspire us, we're reading books, you know, we're seeing, we're watching the role models ahead of us. And I think it can be so often that even though you, you know, listening, you're so brilliant, you have so much wisdom to share, you've been learning, you've been putting this into practice in your own life, and yet somehow going out there and asking for money and actually charging for the service, we are on wobbly legs, right? At first, it feels really, you know, you are literally getting your sea legs, right? Which is like, you're learning how to navigate this new path, know how to essentially stand in the current of this new business and this whole field. So I think so often we are looking at these experts out there that we love and adore and trust and are listening to. And what we don't remember is that, or that it's all too easy to forget, is that where you are right now, there are so many people looking for the guidance and the wisdom and the insight that you know. And 
just to remember that like, it's so easy to compare ourselves to those that are in some other place and kind of by comparison say, you know, gosh, who am I to share this? How, how could I possibly be the one to go out there and do this thing? But the truth is, and you know this, if you even look around at maybe your current clients or friends that you've talked to, that people are flocking to you for this information already. They are like, tell me more. And so that's what gave you this initial spark of like, you're so passionate about this. You love learning. You love telling other people about it. So totally, this goes in alignment with the don't get in your own way, which is just to not get tripped up by that. And if it makes you feel better, don't go out there as the expert. Go out there as I am a super, I'm super passionate about this. And I'm so curious about this. Would you like to come on this adventure of learning about this with me? So really, there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's we're always constantly evolving and ever evolving. And if you just trust and know that where you are now is where you are, and you're always going to be improving literally until the day you die. So there's, it's no sense in getting your, in your own way about it now, because you've got a lot out there still to, uh, to achieve and accomplish and learn and grow for many, many years to come. I love that idea of, well, I don't need to be the expert. I'm just going to invite people to come on this adventure with me. Like you said, like already you can feel in your body. That's such a different energy than being like, well, I'm the expert and I'm going to teach you all what I know, which is fine too. If you're, if you're already in that expert space, awesome. But if you're not, what about making it fun and playful and inviting people along with you? Like, I'd love to follow along with people to learn stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me, that's real. That is actually real leadership. And I think we're seeing that, you know, just the sensation of leadership is really shifting from the more guru model of I know what to do and follow me to more of this. I am forever curious and learning. And so tell me more. And, and to me, that's those are the leaders that I'm drawn to or those who are willing to admit that they don't know everything and you know, willing to admit when they do make mistakes, but that also then are still showing up. And that takes a lot of courage. And I think you know another thing that really helped me when I was getting started is remembering that I'm not teaching the PhDs in this subject. Like That's not who my clients are going to be. That's not who I'm helping. There's so many people, just by the fact that you listening have an interest in whatever subject is you're going to teach, you have more knowledge than a lot of people that don't know anything about it. And so you can just guide people on that first step of their journey. Like you don't have to be the ultimate expert in everything to, to start helping people. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, so something on kind of a related note, one symptom, and maybe I think it's related to what we were just talking about, but it's that a lot of people, when they get started, they seem to just think they have to copy the bigger experts and, you know, people on the internet or gurus that they see. And so then you get kind of like these weird copycat websites and branding that just really feel to me a bit creepy because it's really inauthentic. You can tell it's not that person, you know, like Marie Forleo has like that sassy independent thing. And then you see all these people with photos like Marie Forleo, but you're like, I don't even know this person, but it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like them. Like they don't feel comfortable. And that's super hard when you're starting out to know, to be vulnerable and put actually, you know, your actual self out there, not some character. So I don't know. Do you find that with your clients, like this challenge around being courageous enough just to do your own thing and not copy what you see? Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll say right off the bat that if it helps you get out, and this is why, you know, I think it is really beautiful that we do have you know, mentors and people who can inspire us, because if it helps you by 
essentially kind of trying that on. You know, if you are so inspired by, you know, say Marie Forleo or someone else, and you get to sort of try that on and allow yourself to get comfortable sitting in that place and and presenting yourself to the world by having that, you know, kind of embodiment of like, yeah, she can do it. I can do it. Like, awesome. You know, start there. Totally go for it. Because inevitably, if you stay on the path and you're willing to stay committed to your own truth, what's true for you, you'll eventually start blossoming. You will eventually have more of your you-ness, you know, kind of come out. So I, I really believe that it's something that I do see this, yeah, with my clients often. It's actually even something um, somewhat related. So instead of copying so much, so here's what I see. Here's what I see with my clients often is one, they'll be doing something like one, they'll say, oh, I saw so-and-so did, did this and this and this. And so I should do this and this and this. And I'm constantly kind of saying, okay, you know, if that sounds inspiring to you, okay, but let's stop and really check in with you. What do you really want to do? I see so many of my clients doing what, you know, is essentially, a, you know, trying to shove a round peg into a square hole which is they're trying to do these things that they think they quote unquote should do or have to do, but actually it's not what their genius is or their strength. So for example, I had a client who was just forcing herself to do video and she just didn't like it. She hated it. She was so uncomfortable with it. She spent so many hours. I mean, it was just like really challenging for her, but this same woman can seriously write a book in a day. I was like, if I could write a book in a day, I would be writing books. (laughs) I would be just kicking out writing books, you know, but there's other people who love video and that's what they love to do. So go with that. So I'm always kind of aligning my clients and really asking them like, what lights you up? I think so often we do this like should and have to in our business. And it's just not totally in alignment with what's true for us or what wants to come forth in us. And I think as creative entrepreneurs, visionary entrepreneurs, wellness entrepreneurs, that there is, you have this great gift of expression and curiosity and wisdom within you. So when you can just double down on that and be fully, fully who you are, that is what is going to magnetize your clients towards you more than anything else. Even looking like Marie Forleo, anything else, <laughs> you being fully, fully you is is what's most important. Thank you. That was so inspiring. I think everybody's going to be like, yeah, woohoo. <laughs> After that. Um, you know, one thing you said in the beginning was that you really help people step into their power and also trusting their own knowing. And mm. I wonder if we can talk about this, like our own knowing, because I think it it, it feels to me like these things we're talking about, they're all pointing at the same, they're all pointing at this, right? Like yeah. figuring out what is that calling, that voice within you? What, like that the little thing inside that we squelch and we're like, oh, that can't be right. And, mm-hmm. and learning to trust that. Yeah, well, I will say as a exercise, one of the tools that I highly recommend is that you're writing daily. So even if it's just a morning pages and really just being in relationship with your own wisdom, it's so powerful to, you know, morning pages is even just three longhand pages of just clearing it out. But what I find is when I keep showing up to that, it's essentially me getting in relationship with my thoughts, my muse, the things that my mind is kind of turning over. And then what ends up happening for me is I end up 
finding that there's a day where all of a sudden I've written like 30 pages. It's a full curriculum, a full sales page. Like it's just like whoosh, you know, so talk about like getting out of your own way where that's not something that I sit down and I try really hard to do. It literally comes so naturally, but it's because I am committed to being in relationship with what wants to come through me. Ooh, yeah. We talk about morning pages all the time here on the podcast, nice. like every awesome. other podcast it ends up coming up because I, <laughs> I do that myself. That's part of my morning practice. It's so valuable. I'm curious, have you ever done the thing? So the traditional morning pages, three pages, you just free write, don't censor, just kind of write whatever's coming out. And have you ever done the thing where you actually like ask yourself questions and then you wait for the answer to come through you? Like I've been playing with that recently and it's pretty fun. Yes. Well, so it's interesting actually, because a lot of the work I do, a lot of the coaching work I do, and and granted just for a little background for a lot of you guys listening, I've been in business for 15 years. And so I've had many, many different businesses, many incarnations, which also could be read as many successes and many, many failures, <laughs> many like crying myself to sleep and wondering what the heck is going on. Um, but thankfully I, I have had the experience on this roller coaster of of essentially changing, you know, making a pivot or making a change or starting a new company and then building it back up to six figures again over and over. So lots of lessons to be learned in that time. So all that is to say that I actually end up doing a lot of self-coaching and then I often will even reverse engineer what has been most supportive for me. So as I'm doing my own journaling, I actually end up doing a lot of self-coaching in that way. And then I end up creating curriculums like, wow, this was a really, like my work is very process oriented, um, essentially guiding you to the wisdom of your own truth. And so as I do these, my own self-coaching, I'll actually put together then a series of questions, which guides me back to my own knowing, guides me back to really reminding myself who I am and, and why I'm here doing the things I'm doing. It's essentially the, you know, discovering the solutions that I'm looking for if I am feeling lost or if I'm feeling derailed by something. So those are often what I actually then put into practice with my clients as well and walk them through this powerful process that I know served and helped me maybe when I was in a dark time as well. So do you mean you're coming up with questions that you can continue to ask yourself to move forward? I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure I got that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, literally. So I have several now that I've I've done and and sometimes it's just a clarifying question. So a great example of this I, just off the cuff is to look at, you know, so say you're just swimming in your business one day and you're like, "Oh my god, I don't know where to start." Like you know, overwhelmed. Just, yes, yes. This is good cuz I hear about that all the time. People feel really overwhelmed and they don't know what to focus on. Yeah, absolutely. And and same, a lot of the clients that I work with is as high functioning as they are. I mean, I work with best-selling authors and absolutely incredible, high functioning, very, very talented and successful entrepreneurs. And they still have days of overwhelm. They still have days where they just want to like watch, watch Netflix all day and, <laughs> and completely forget like why they're doing what they're doing. A great example of this is that you know, one very simple exercise is just to say, all right, let me just step back. I, this is what I feel like is actually a lot of my superpowers really helping step back and, and look at the big vision. Sometimes we can get so myopic in the details or get really tripped up on one little thing. And so I'll often say, all right, let's just step back and really get clear on how are you working in your business and how are you working on your business? And just even that simple exercise right there of helping you see, and it can just be a very quick like bulleted list, 
and then probably has like some, some sub bullets that help clarify what some of those things are. But it can really help you, number one, see where have you been spending your time? So if you've been really in your business versus on it, you can kind of see like, wow, I could really used to be working on my business a lot more. I've been totally sidelined in this like, you know, deep down project. But and then also it can help reveal where you might have an opportunity to ask for support, which I feel like kind of on an overall with everything that I do in my business is probably one of the biggest things that I preach about is just the importance of asking for support. And in in particular, as you're growing a business, as soon as you can to be able to hire um, an assistant or somebody that you can really start even just learning the process of delegation and hiring and growing and managing, because there's lots of lessons to be learned in that. So that was a, a really simple example of where I was one day really needing to get clarity on, all right, what's been going on? Where am I spending time in my business? And I did that exercise. And then I was able to share that with my coaching clients at one of my small group coaching programs. And they all were just like, oh my God, this has helped me see so much clearly how I've been in my business and where I need to you know, make some shifts and where I need some support. So mm-hmm. little things like that. Awesome. Do you find that people are resistant to asking for help and getting the help they need? I think that entrepreneurs are notorious for trying to do everything themselves. Well, because we think we can do it better. <laughs> yeah, right. Or exactly, exactly. Like the perfectionism thing, I think is really, really big. And, you know, there's nothing, I actually was in the, the craft world for a long time and kind of the, at the very dawn of the DIY movement. And and it's interesting, actually, because I used to have a, a talk that I did years ago that was DIY is overrated. And then it was like, don't die alone, basically. Don't, don't DIY alone. So I'm all about, actually, it's actually often what I help a lot of my entrepreneurs with is growing their business in a very like scrappy way of like you, where you don't have to spend a lot of money. I'm not somebody who's like, you know, go out there and get a $10,000 website and do this. Like, I think you can do a lot with very, very little. However, both, you know, in having the emotional support on your side, you know, I often feel like I'm kind of a business therapist or an unofficial business partner for my clients. But then even, yeah, just the asking for help. For a great example of this is even, you know, for your website and for your tech stuff, for your scheduling, for all these little tiny things that you definitely can outsource this. When you start looking at what's your genius, like if you had to make a thousand dollars tomorrow, it probably wouldn't be tinkering around on your website. You would actually be in action talking to people. You would be bringing your genius to the masses and whatever that way is for you, but that it truly is going to be probably something that's not having you mired in the details that you can outsource to someone else. And as soon as you get that, like right now, as you know, me, Amanda, my number one thing that I need is to hire this full-time executive assistant. Because if I am at all caught up in like going through my inbox or handling scheduling, that is to take all this like time and energy that's being taken away from where my genius really needs to be spent. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a powerful uh, delineation to recognize Mm -hmm. that we can ask for support. And I even say to know that you've got someone out there who's like better and faster and smarter at it. And one more thing about this topic, which is that I remember how hard it was for me to ask for support in the beginning. And I think this goes back to your initial question of this courage to find your own path and do your own thing, which is that even in the beginning, there's this odd feeling that like, why would someone believe in my business to want to help me? Or like some small thing there. I I remember that feeling from a long, long time ago. 
and remember meeting people being like, how can I help? And they had full-time jobs. They weren't even looking to get paid. They just loved that I was going out there and doing it, that I had the courage to start my own thing. And they wanted to be involved in whatever way, shape or form. So whenever anyone says that like they can't afford it or they can't, I'm like, it doesn't mean that you're going to have to pay somebody. I'm not saying like go out there and only try to find free workers. But I do think that that is just a story, a limiting story of you believing that you can't afford it when in fact you could actually have somebody out there that's like, I would love to help. You know, I love what you're doing. I think this is amazing. They want to maybe learn from you or just be around it or, you know, what have you. So ask for that support. And and when you open yourself up to it to receive it, that is a huge lesson in and of itself. So one other thing I wanted to explore with you is this idea of hard work. Because I I hear this quite a bit. It's like, oh, it's so hard. It's hard Mm -hmm. to find clients. It's hard to do the tech stuff. It's hard to, you know, keep up with social media. Like, it's so hard. And I don't know. I'm curious what you think about that, because I know you approach your own business. You definitely work hard and are super passionate about what you do, but you really seem to approach it with like joy and playfulness and and flow. Yeah. I mean, my first question would be, you know, if anyone said like, oh, it's so hard, you know, it's hard to find clients or hard to keep up on the tech side. You know, if I if I heard that, you know, number one, I would really question why are you feeling like so to me, those are all of this. I will, I will even preface this. Many years ago, I created this motto for myself. I was probably in the first few years of being out in my own business and I had made great money, but I was just a shell of myself. I was so zapped. And I will never forget, I basically wrote this motto for myself of, I will not be a victim of my own choices. And what that means is, you know, if I, and so if I heard somebody saying like, oh, it's so hard to find this, or it's so hard to keep up with this, or it's so hard to do that. Number one, I want to just notice that there's something that feels really hard. And so I would want to explore what is this that you feel like you have to do this? Like there's some kind of obligation there versus choice. So where, as you reflected, you know, that I come in this with this ease and this joy and this flow. And I think that that comes from choosing to do this and loving doing this and finding joy in it. And it also is choosing to not do the things that I don't want to do. And so if I find myself that I have to do something and I, you know, now this is the thing is that, yes, there are going to be times that you're going to be, you know, pushing, especially like if it's a, a launch or something like that. And I have no problem with hard work and going for it. And like, there's going to be times that are more intense, but just to really watch if it's this have to out of obligation versus a, I'm doing this, I want to do this out of choice. That can really help us just move from, you know, this overwhelm and victim to just empowered and awesome. And when we can make that shift, it's, we have the power to move mountains from a place of choice and a place of energy. And that's where you can kind of like dive back into that experimentation and just have that, that energy to do it. And then just to also realize though, at any time you can choose to set something down. If it's not serving you, if it's hard, if it's distracting you and you really like there's so often we get caught up doing things that we feel like we have to do, but 
it's just not simply true. You don't even have to have a website these days to make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of people that do it without, you know, you don't have to have a podcast. You don't have to do anything like do what you want to do and double down on that and let it be fun. Let it be easy. Awesome. So I'm wondering when you started, when you decided that you were going to be a coach, did you know immediately that you wanted to do this emotional and strategic support? Or is that something you came to over time? Yeah. Like I said, I I knew that I was I was being called to do this deeper heart-centered work. I've always worked with creatives. And so I have a real understanding. I've been a creative entrepreneur for the last 15 years. So I have a real compassion and understanding for the creative process. And, you know, the, some of the clients that I work with are multidimensional light workers and sound healers and just like these incredible people and the language that we're able to speak and the, you know, just vernacular and the multitudes of, of levels really that we're able to speak on, that's powerful. And I know it's also a, a gift of mine. So yeah, I knew that's why I, I went and did um, the work with Gay and Kathleen Hendricks. So it's all conscious living and conscious loving. They're like the pioneers of body-centered uh, therapy and body-centered coaching. And so, yeah, I knew it was. And it's just deepened. I mean, it's really been awesome to see even this us having this conversation and, and you recognizing the importance for emotional support. A couple of years ago when I said that, people were like, huh, yeah, like they just couldn't totally get it. And it's only really been in the last like year and a half that as I say that I do emotional support, people are like, oh my God, that's so needed. That's so awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Absolutely. Really well, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but when I was first starting out and starting my business, I heard people talk about mindset and I thought, oh, that's all crap. Like that's just people talking about. And I was kind of, I was pretty open, I felt like to this kind of stuff, but I was like, that's just crazy. They're just talking about that because they don't want to share like what really works to build a business. So they're like distracting us with mindset. Fast forward to today. And oh my gosh, it's, I honestly believe it's almost all mindset and emotional support that you need. Like the yeah. tactics are such a small part. And that's been really hard for me to accept because I'm like very academic and very like, <laughs> I like the tactics, but it's so much about getting in your own way and not getting help and not wanting to be vulnerable and like all these blocks we put up. And so I completely agree with that now. I think the world and me personally is really opened up to the fact that like, this is the stuff that, that makes the difference. Yeah. Yeah. It's so awesome that you just said that too, because so often for so long I was doing this work and it only just dawned on me. And I can't remember if, if, if I already knew you when this happened, but it just dawned on me within, no kidding, the last year that the work I do is mindset. And so even you just saying that, just because I don't use that word, but of course, like mindset has been around forever, right? Like tons of books, tons of blog posts. And it's really funny because I, I think that mine is, you know, it's almost like I should create a different word for this because yes, there's mindset, but there's also your emotional mindset. You know, it's like how much, especially as a creative and this heart-centered individual, it's really, I mean, yes, you got to keep your head straight, but it is this full embodiment yes, and allowing, totally. right? Yeah. It's, it's like not, it's not just mind. Shine. Yeah. yeah. It's like your heart and your gut and like just aligning like your full being with this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like body. It's not even body set. I don't know what it is. It's like I know, I know. I'm like, we have to create a new word for this. My heart set. Me, you guys heard it here first because I was literally <laughs> just like, wait a second, this isn't mindset. I mean, it kind of is, but honestly, the work, you know, and those who 
I love the people that I work with because they really get it. I don't often will, I don't often go full woo when I like meet somebody at a, a dinner party or something, but I know all of you guys listening will get this, which is that, you know, really the work I do is while yes, I'm like a business coach and there's, you know, this strategic support, the emotional support is really like more of energy work more than anything. It is this incredible energetic opening that happens when we do this work together. That's why I call myself a transformational business coach because the transformation that happens through this energy work, I see it every single time anyone's around me and that we're doing any of this work, certainly with my clients one-on-one, is it's just like the doors of possibility open. And that energetic shift in our bodies, that's like... It's so powerful. Like that changes everything. Those are the days that you are lit up and you're awake and you're ready to do it and you're engaged with your life. And that's how I want everyone feeling because that's when you're going to be the greatest gift to the world. Amazing. I'm wondering, we're getting kind of towards the end of our time together, but I was wondering if you could give us like, do you have a favorite exercise or a practice we could do if we really want to get in touch with our, that inner voice and, and get aligned in that way? I'm a big fan of uh, morning pages, as I said, and I would say another really powerful tool that I have used is, you know, so if you are someone who has a message to share, you know, a lot of my clients have messages to share. So if you're out there in this space, and even if you are like not ready to go there and you don't feel like you can, I think it's actually a really powerful exercise just to turn on the camera and start recording yourself, sharing your own wisdom. Even if you don't plan to share it, I think that there's a really powerful experience that happens just by us being in relation. Like I said, you know, earlier, it's like, this is about you being in relationship with your own wisdom. And the getting out of your way is recognizing that, you know, this isn't like this, you know, you guys have listened to this whole thing. And I'm not like, this isn't like the Willow show. This is, I have such a total respect for what is coming through me. I feel like I'm like the vessel. Like I'm I'm so honored to be that. I'm so I feel so blessed for this healthy body that I can be here and be alive to allow this to come through me, but it is who I am. Like this is no none of my control. Like this is just who I am in the world and and so what a gift, right? What a gift that I've been given this and that I can share this with others and so I feel like for anyone listening whether it be writing or if you are open to doing this video challenge of just sharing your gift and even if it's, you know, not being seen by everyone else initially, but it's just you seeing yourself. I think is such a powerful experience to just know that you know, you're allowed to shine. And I'm certainly rooting you on. Thank you so much, Willow. This has been really inspiring. I think everyone's going to really feel fired up after this to, to follow their path. Yeah. So awesome. can you, you tell us where people can find you and get in touch if they'd like to learn more? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me online at Willow Loves You. And the Willow doesn't have a W on the end. So it's just W-I-L-L-O and then loves you because my work is so rooted in love and compassion. So I'm at Willow Loves You on everything, Instagram and Facebook, and of course, willowlovesyou.com. And I would love more than anything for anyone listening to give me a shout out and say hi, tell me what you liked. Would love to hear from you. I love connecting with other wellpreneurs around the world. Amazing. Cool. And I'll link all of that up, all of your social media and your website in the show notes so people can get to it easily. 
And you're welcome to pop over to our group also the week of the podcast. And we've got, there's over 1,200 of us in there chatting about each week's episode. So it's so fun. Great. Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. This has been so fun. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Wellpreneur Podcast. As always, there are two places you can come to connect with us after this. You can hop over to the website, which is wellpreneuronline.com, where you'll see the show notes, where it has all the links of everything we talked about in this episode. Okay, have a fantastic week, and I will see you back here next week in the next episode. Mm-hmm.